You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin for supporting The Coffee Hour. Find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live Uncommon. We had a really busy summer, but so <laughs> did Pastor Doug. <laughs> and we shared with you yesterday some of the interviews that he took The Coffee Hour on the road for us. And because we couldn't be in two places at one time, mm-hmm. got some great stories from our friends at Consortium for Classical Lutheran Education. And we're going to share some more of those with you today. So CCLE. Consortium for Classical Lutheran Education. CCLE.org. And now we're going to hand it over to Pastor Doug Grubenau, <laughs> who's going to share some more stories with you with our friends from the Consortium for Classical Lutheran Education. This is Reverend Doug Gribbenau of KFUO Radio at the 2022 conference of the Consortium for Classical Lutheran Education held in Fort Wayne, Indiana at Redeemer Lutheran Church and School. Joining me now is Reverend Paul Kane, who serves on the board of directors for the Consortium for Classical Lutheran Education and also the webmaster. There are many hats worn by these folks. So, Pastor, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for the invitation. And would you like to introduce yourself, a little bit of your background and your experiences for our listeners here? I'm originally from Nebraska. I've served my whole ministry in the Wyoming district of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. I'm a 2000 graduate of Concordia St. Louis. I was ordained and installed a year and a day before 9-11. Oh my goodness, that's probably a story on it to itself. Indeed. I found classical education a little bit by accident. I knew that something was missing from the education I received. And by modern American standards, I received a good education. But I felt something was missing. I was filling in a vacancy in addition to my own congregation. The vacant congregation had a preschool. They wanted to improve chapel and see what they could learn. They heard there was a Lutheran education conference just down the street, I-80, between Rock Springs and Laramie. And so they sent me. They sent the vacancy pastor to a conference. They were really driven to improve their school. They were. Okay. Very generous. And I was honestly a little lost because classical ed has some different vocabulary, lots of different content, Latin, logic, rhetoric that you don't see in a typical American school. And I was sitting in a class with the uh, taught by the district president's wife, Betty Garwood, and it was on art, teaching drawing to children and using circles curved lines, straight lines, and bent lines on a little marker board. She taught us all how to draw a bear, a little cartoony bear, and all of a sudden everything fit. It clicked in my head. That is the grammar of drawing. The six chief parts of Martin Luther's small catechism are the grammar of the faith. Math has all of those digits, zero to nine, and pluses and minuses and times and divide and every subject had a grammar and that's when education began to make sense 
because you finally saw the interconnectivity. Right. And is that is that sort of a hallmark of classical education, is it not? It is. We don't have to teach classes the way that the secularists do, where everything is just pigeonholed to death. We see something similar in medicine today, where everybody's got a specialty. Okay. We need more scholars that know about everything. The idea of the Renaissance man, right? Yeah, that the sort Renaissance of idea. man, but also a, a fun Latin phrase, multum non multa. We teach much, not many things. We can give students, whether they're adults or their kids, good study skills, especially in the mathematical arts and the language arts. And then they have the tools and the focus in order to learn anything else because they've been equipped with the skills you have sure. the tools that's wonderful right. that is amazing so what is the work of the consortium for classical lutheran education how is it that they're engaging with this to to advance classical education or to improve classical education you can learn more about everything we've ever done at ccle.org personally been involved as a board member since 2010 uh most folks have heard about our conferences, if they've heard about us at all. An annual summer conference, there's an unofficial rotation between the Midwest one year, Redeemer Fort Wayne now. Next year, we'll be west at Concordia, Nebraska, Nebraska. And then, um, well, last year, we were in Texas. So You're all over the map. We're all That's over wonderful. the map. <laughs> kind of an unofficial mission there. People come and listen to our speakers, take copious notes, and then everyone who attends gets access to the members-only YouTube playlist of every session from that conference they attended. Oh, my goodness. A year after, we make it public to everybody. So while folks are chomping at the bit to listen to this year's speakers as webmaster, I get to unlock last year's Memorial Houston conference, all of that wonderful content. We have about 300 videos on YouTube. I got to upload them all myself. It's a great joy. We're organizing them into more subists so people can find exactly what they want faster. Okay. So the conference is one thing, plus the legacy, all of those recordings, mm -hmm. either audio or video from previous conferences. We hear from folks who are thinking about changing over their typical LCMS school or Lutheran school to the classical model or starting a brand new school about once with a week. With the classical model. With the classical model about once a week. I try to budget about an hour of my schedule each week for one of those phone calls because it happens that frequently. And I'm just one of the board members that fields questions like this. We will do phone calls, Zoom calls, if people aren't tired of that yet. Right. We even do in-person consultations. Folks that want to start a school through LCMS School Ministry Genesis Project can request a CCLE board member as their consultant to work with. To be the partner that helps walk them through. Be the partner. Okay. So consultation is a big thing, but then we have accreditation for Lutheran schools and certification for Lutheran educators, including home educators and administrators. Wow. Those That's, are the big three things. Okay. You know, I do know that you are sort of, a, if I may say, an expert in the field of rhetoric. Oh, thank you. Um, You're very kind. And that, 
I would have to say is I think grossly misunderstood in, in our modern age and also the skills that give to you in your ability to speak and engage with ideas, I might dare say, are sorely lacking right. in our modern culture. So if you would introduce to us, because rhetoric is a portion of what classical education brings in part of that toolbox, what is rhetoric? A brief definition is it's the art of persuasion not manipulation we're not trying to create demagogues it's not trying to compel someone to believe a certain thing but engaging them with this idea right we're engaging them with three classical appeals we're appealing to ethos one's qualifications if you will authority in the good sense we're appealing to the audience's emotion pathos and we're also using words logos The age that America has been in during the modern period focused a lot on the rational, Mm -hmm. almost to a fault, we would say. The woke culture that we find ourselves in is very unaffected by logos, by rational argument. Rick is very helpful as a counter to cancel culture. Okay. Because of the emotional... Apophos. Yes. It's a Greek term, and... It does work. You can have nice conversations with people that you meet on your journeys. For example, it's very hard to get an inexpensive airline flight right now. You are very likely to be bumped. And if you show up at the desk and talk to the nice person with the airline, assume they're a nice person at the airline. And best construction. That's best right. construction. <laughs> be kind. Don't be a jerk. And using classical rhetoric, you might just get rebooked on another flight and not have to sit next to the restroom. I wish I had a classical education the last time I was flying, too. Wished I did, and after my first conference in 2003, I spent seven focused years educating myself. By the time I had the call to Emmanuel Sheridan, Wyoming, as headmaster and pastor, I almost felt qualified. (laughs) (laughs) Well, humility is a part of classical education, too, is it not? It (laughs) is, because we're lifelong learners. Well, and as St. Paul said, let us not think too highly of ourselves. Indeed. St. Paul used classical writing structure. He used classical rhetoric in 2 Corinthians 8 and 2 Corinthians 9. And it's notable that if he had just done it once, the arrangement of a speech like Cicero would give, St. Paul and the Holy Spirit did it on purpose because they did it two chapters in a row. You can see the introduction, the conclusion, all of the appeals that a classicist would use, and Paul was educated. Amen. Plus, having the gift of the Holy Spirit. It's really neat to see that. So don't be afraid of classical rhetoric. It is one of the neglected liberal arts of the seven. We're trying to make a comeback. And I started studying rhetoric because I'm a preacher, and mm-hmm. I wanted to get better. So the uh, you said that there were seven... Seven pillars. What are those seven pillars? All right. We can divide the seven into two parts just to get started. That makes it easier. There's the trivium, three, and the quadrivium, four. They all work together. Uh, You've got grammar, where we get the name grammar school as opposed to elementary school. Logic in the wide sense, also called dialectic 
and rhetoric. So those are the three, the trivium. Logic, dialectic, and rhetoric have their own content. Teachers find tools for pedagogy from all three. And Dorothy Sayers, a friend of C.S. Lewis and J.R.R. Tolkien, they hung out together and critiqued one another's writings. She wrote an essay on the lost tools of learning, and she helps Americans and other English speakers of her day and ours connect those three parts of the classical um, liberal arts to child development. The grammar stage, the logic stage, the rhetoric stage, and it suits. So we've got three different definitions for those. With the quadrivium, this is where things get extra interesting. They're often subjects covered with students at older ages, but they are all the arts of mathematics. So we had the arts of language before, grammar, logic, rhetoric. With the arts of mathematics, you have arithmetic, so the theory of number. Then you've got number in time, music theory. You have number in space, geometry, and number in space and time, astronomy. Those are the four parts of the quadrivium, and it's very easy to remember if you think about them those ways. Absolutely. You could also talk about discrete point-by-point numbers or continuous numbers, uh, another way to define it, but... But time really is our sort of our time that, that marks that and quadrivium. Number. Marks yeah, that quadrivium. Time, space, and number. That is really illuminating. Oh. Well, Pastor Kane, before we part ways today, is there any word of encouragement that, that you'd like to give to folks that are either considering classical education, either in, in a brick and mortar setting or possibly even at home, and any sort of recommendation for how they might approach this? Oh, certainly. Visit us at ccle.org. Engage in conversation with us. We respond personally to communications, and we'll even call you back if we need to do a longer conversation. You can shortly watch all of the videos for CCLE 21 on YouTube, find our YouTube page, and you will be able to see some some videos as samples of CCLE 22. As webmaster, we'll be creating some new pages to help people find a college. A lot of the Concordias are embracing classical Lutheran education in some way. Our host for CCLE 23 will be Concordia Seward, Mm -hmm. so you can learn more by coming to our next conference, collaborate with us, visit with some of our homeschool families or one of our accredited CCLE schools. And if you'd like to see what the fruits of classical education have wrought in Wyoming, you can visit Luther Classical College's website, lutherclassical.org forward slash connect. This is a brand new classical Lutheran college by Lutherans, for Lutherans, intentionally small, very low cost of tuition. You can visit the website for more. We're in need of donations right now to get the school off the ground, ideally starting in the fall of 2025. We're 
currently receiving registration information forms Very from good. interested students. We'll let you know what you need to know before you show up on campus. That does include Latin, and we can give you a remedial course. We welcome monthly donations, too. You can become a patron and support us with recurring gifts of $10, 25 50 100 or $250 a month. That's lutherclassical.org. Now, Pastor Kane, there are some free materials and information resources available from Luther Classical. How are those accessed? You can visit a specific website for Luther Classical, cc, that's for Christian culture, cc.lutherclassical.org. Wonderful. And then that you can get a preview digitally of the information that's being released, but also it, it is delivered how often? Quarterly. So mailed out quarterly. And this is Christian Culture. This is the Journal of Luther Classical College. Right. All right. That website again is cc.lutherclassical.org. And then you've also been engaged with Consortium for Classical Lutheran Education. And Indeed. you can find information about them at ccle.org. Now, Pastor Kane, thank you so much for spending your time with us today. Indeed. This has been KFUO Radio at the Consortium for Classical Lutheran Education Conference 2022 with Reverend Paul Kane. You're listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. 